0: It does nothing. I mean, it's, it's one game out of the season. Um, whoever won this game is not going to win an L.A. championship or anything. So, um, you know, both teams uh, got their eyes on the biggest prize. So We enjoyed it. Yeah. Congratulations. Merry Christmas to you. And this live again. is Will Take Home Sports. I am the host, Will Walker. Could not have said it better myself, Mr. Kawhi Leonard. The battle of L.A. came, is gone. Christmas has come and gone. I hope that you're enjoying yourself and you're relax, relaxing on your uh, the day after Christmas. Hope you got the day off. You home in bed just chilling and listening to your boy come to you this morning. 7 o'clock a.m. Thursday, December 26th. I own the biggest prize. Couldn't have said it. Better myself, Mr. Kawhi Leonard. Hope your Christmas was awesome. Had a great uh, meal with all the different fixings that come with Christmas uh, dinner I hope you eat that ham for real for real don't eat the ham just trying to told you I saw that report they say they they're not inspecting that pork don't eat that ham to told you don't eat that pig eat that pig alone <laughs> so grateful that you guys join me hey if you miss this show anytime live you can listen to it on the different platforms That uh, podcasts are available We're on all of them Every last one You know And if you see us on Twitter uh, Facebook right now uh, You see that that live alert just came up Just hit that uh, that like button Or leave a comment Let me know that you're listening to the show You can follow us on that Facebook page too Go to the Facebook page and hit the like button That's the same thing on Twitter just hit that button and let me know that you're following me also you can do the same thing on instagram it's at wws underscore sports show and just follow the show also i just want to make sure i give the opportunity to anybody that wants to join the show on sundays i have an open forum where i allow fans and like myself to come on and we can talk about sports we do that on sundays at 6 p.m eastern standard time it's in the description you can look at it. There's a number that you can call. Or if you would like, you could just drop me an email at willwalkershow at yahoo.com and you'll have that opportunity to join myself, my friends, and other sports fans from across the country and be able to give your opinion about sports. But, all right, let's get into this. this what happened yesterday with the Battle of Los Angeles? The Clippers won for the second time this season. That's two up, two down for the Los Angeles Clippers. They won both of those games in a similar fashion. The fourth quarter is where they took over and where they made the difference in the win. On opening night, they won the fourth quarter by 10 points. That was a deciding factor in the final score. 10 points, 112-102. Yesterday, they won the fourth quarter by five points. Again, the deciding factor in the winning margin. 111-106. Kawhi Leonard had a great game yesterday. LeBron struggled. He was 9-24 from the floor. He almost had a triple double. But nine of twenty-four at one point in that game, he was 0 for 7 from three-point land. He shot only 37.5%, which has rounded up and make it 38. A D didn't have that great of he had a great game, but it wasn't an outstanding game. This and this matchup between these two teams is gonna be could possibly be the Western Conference final. I think Houston's gonna have a say in that. I think Denver can get their act together. And make it very interesting in the Western Conference. But anyway, right now these two uh teams in Los Angeles that play at the Staples Center at the same time, they look like the two best teams. And the matchup that I wanted to see and that I did get a chance to see was Kawhi Leonard versus LeBron James. I take nothing from what happened in regards. Kawhi can't stop LeBron. And LeBron can't stop Kawhi. A D um is a extremely skilled cat in the um low um for a big. He's not very good with his back to the basket with physical contact. I think Montrezl Harrell proved that a little bit yesterday in that game and in the first matchup. Um, what was different uh, um, in, in regards to this matchup, um, that was a contrast from the first one, was they started out with AD in the low post, and that wore him down. So he came up short in the fourth quarter in, opening, in the opening uh, matchup for opening night. But yesterday, he went to the post in the fourth quarter. But he didn't bang with Montrezl Harrell. It was more of him using his skill because he's an extremely skilled cat in that low post or big, rather. He just doesn't seem that comfortable playing with his back to the basket with physical contact. Um, A lot of people, as I was following that number one news source, I keep calling it that, Twitter, were going on about it um, that ball did not go off LeBron James' hand. Uh, According to the replay, it did. But Patrick Beverly made a huge gamble there. That could have been a foul. But Mark Jackson was so astute in his analysis when he said that it really wasn't a gamble by Patrick Beverly because even if he had fouled LeBron James, LeBron James is such a poor free throw shooter, you take those chances with him at the foul line also. So it's a gamble only with him going to the foul line to make three straight free throws. Very very astute analysis by by Mark Jackson. Um, I didn't think about that until he said it. But I don't take anything from that game yesterday. That goal ball was not handed out yesterday. This just is, like Kawhi said, it's just one of 82 games. Um, it's not a rivalry it, between these two teams. They just playing the same. They both are going towards the same goal. They play in the same arena, and they're in the same town. But it's not a rivalry. It may be a rivalry amongst, amongst fans, but rivalries are made in the playoffs. When the championship and the money is on the line, that's when a rivalry uh you, you can say it's a real rivalry right now. It's just proximity. <laughs> it's just two teams playing in the in the same arena, uh, trying to achieve the same goal. Uh, so it's not a real rivalry. It's a rivalry by definition, but it's not. it just doesn't feel. You know what I'm saying? Like a real rivalry, in my opinion, like Lakers, Celtics, Yanks, Red Sox, Auburn, Alabama. Florida, Florida State, Ohio State, Michigan, those are rivalries. I mean, pure disdain for the other side. I don't think there's no pure disdain between the Clippers and the Lakers and stuff that the Clippers have made it obvious. They want their respect. I'm talking about the Clippers organization. They want their respect in their place in the L.A. market, and they are doing all the marketing things they can to really let it be known. They want to be. A relevant team in los angeles it will never happen they will never win more championships than the los angeles lakers no no it's not going to happen they may win two in four years or two in three years or however many i don't know but they will never be the kings of la but they can be relevant and i think that's the main thing that they're uh striving to do and so far, two up, two down. But that gold ball was not handed out. Um, interesting report on the Four Letter App this morning in regards to Mr. LeBron James. I'm hurt, dog. Don't ask me if I'm alright. Hell no. What he said, dominate, and we not doing it. I put my heart in this, dog. Let's go, man. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Now, normally I would use my hater aid to hater go ahead and rag hater on LeBron alert. James hater because alert. the report said that hater hater he may have re aggravated his, uh, uh, his groin. And I would say, oh, they're just trying to make an excuse or whatever. But I'm going to leave my hater aid alone. It's the Christmas season. There's no need for me to be a hater. I'm going to leave the hate alone. And I'm going to believe the report that Mr. LeBron James. Was not healthy, hence why he didn't have a great night from the field. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm, going to be that way. Not going to be a hater for once against LeBron James. I know that's probably shocking some people who listen to this show on a regular because I I really get that that cat the business, honestly. But not this time. I'm in the Christmas spirit. Not going to be Scrooge. Anyway, on to some other games that happened yesterday. Uh let's see. Boston, Toronto. Yeah. Uh uh-huh. um let's see. Golden State and New Orleans were both able to get wins yesterday. Neither one of these teams have been having a good season. Um New Orleans is is got the we're everybody's on Zion Williamson uh watch. I don't think he plays again this season. Um, the Pelicans get another ping-pong ball to probably add more talent to that uh, young roster that they have already. But anyway, they were able to go to Denver and win. And Houston went to Golden State and Golden State with a bunch of G League guys and Draymond Green and D'Angelo Russell was able to get the upset on Christmas Day basically because Steve Kerr just decided, you know what? I'm going to see how good P.J. Tucker, Daniel House, Clint Capella are. I'm going to see I'm going to test it because I'm just going to just trap James Harden from wherever he almost, I think they trapped James Harden in the locker room. They trapped James Harden from the bus. They, had that cat no room and he still got 24 points. But anyway, um, ESPN did a a, a, a stat during Sport Center as I was watching it this morning. The cat threw over 60 passes whenever he throws over 60 or more passes, they've lost all three ga- they've lost three games. That's crazy. That means he, he he's truly, strictly a scorer. That's what he is. But, I mean, man, every 39 points a game, so there's no real shock in all that. But that game, those games, great. Anything can happen. Uh, We're with, with all paid professional athletes. You know, sometimes the other guys that get paid rise up and win a game or two that they're not supposed to win, and that is what happened on Christmas Day between uh, with New Orleans. And with uh Golden State, Golden State could be very good next year with Clay coming back, Steph coming back, Draymond still there. I don't know what they're gonna do with DeAngelo Russell, but with a lottery pick, they could be a very decent team. And Willie Cauley Stein is probably he's an extremely underrated big. He's very mobile. He can he can switch out on the pick and roll, which is very key in today's NBA. The big has got to be able to switch on that pick and roll. But he is he is an underrated big. He ain't. It's not, great or anything like that. I'm not trying to put him in an in all-star category, but he is a big that is very necessary in um today's NBA. The other game, Philly versus the Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis didn't have a great Christmas. Not at all. Philly was not very brotherly towards Mr. Giannis yesterday. Um Philly looked like a team that a lot of people, including myself, picked to come out of the Eastern Conference yesterday. That may have been the best game they played all season um, with their new starting five. Uh, of course, Milwaukee was down Eric Bledsoe. Um, that's the that's a key uh, a key ingredient on their team, a key player on their team, and he did not play yesterday. Um, and Philly just loaded up on Giannis. He still got it. he still got his though. That's the thing. He he still got his. He still he still was able to do things, and he got some help from um, Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton is he's a spot up shooter. That's his thing. And when you you know load up on Giannis to to slow him down, you know it is critical that the other All Star. That's what Chris Middleton was last season. Was an All Star. It's critical that the other All Star step up. And Chris Middleton hit five three pointers yesterday in that game. So. Not taking anything away from that game, Philly finally looked like the team, like I said, that was predicted to come out of the Eastern Conference. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a real interesting uh, time in the Eastern Conference between those two teams, Addie and Toronto, Boston. Toronto they lost that game because listen, they're not healthy. Siakam is on the he's not playing. Norman Powell didn't play. They got they lost a lot of their offense was not there yesterday, so hence Boston was able to go ahead, go ahead and get the win. But anyway, Toronto, uh, uh, Philly, and Boston, those teams are going to be there. They're going to be there in the Eastern Conference at the end. Um, Granted, if everyone stays healthy. Uh, Miami and Boston have the same problem. They just don't have enough size. Got good wings. Miami's got good shooters. Boston's got uh, athletic wings. They just don't have any bigs that can do anything um, with Giannis. One of the things also that I heard in the game um, in the in, uh, in the telecast between the Lakers and the, and the Clippers yesterday was the pick-and-rolls, how Mark Jackson brought this up, that stopping the pick-and-roll is very critical in today's NBA or being able to execute the pick-and-roll. One of the reasons why the Lakers are going to have problems with the Clippers is because the, the Clippers can switch it. There's no, situ, there's no situation where, where the Lakers play the other 29 teams. Yeah, other 29 teams besides uh, the Seventy Sixers and the Clippers to where the big has to sink in the lane or come up to play LeBron James in the pick and roll switch with uh, the game yesterday. All oh, I mean the pick and roll yesterday between the Lakers and the Clippers. Only thing the Clippers did was switch it because they have the size to do that. They can switch if if Montrez Harrell is on is on AD and Kawhi or Paul George. Is on LeBron and they run that pick and roll between LeBron and AD. They just switch. They they just switch it. It's the same thing that happened in the game between uh, Milwaukee and Philly. They just switch it. Philly has such great size; they can just switch it. You know, they don't have. You know, they don't have to. You know, fight over the top of a screen or go under a screen. They just simply switch it. So that is what that is. I think that's one of the reasons why the Lakers kind of still need. They need another ball handler. In the worst way. I know Rondo is on that roster, but they need, another, they need another guy that can create his own shot. Rondo can set up guys, but he's not a shot creator. He will not go get his own shot. And they need another guy that can do that to take some of the pressure off of uh, LeBron with all the ball handling. Because the, the Clippers just, just throw guys at him. They threw more Harkless at him yesterday. They threw Paul George at him yesterday. And they threw Kawhi at him yesterday. So they can throw a lot of different game. None of those guys can stop LeBron James. None of them. None of those three guys are not even Kawhi. But you can make it difficult, and that's the only thing you can do with a great player is just try to make it as difficult as possible um, on him. And that's the one thing that the Clippers can do, and it may have some, um, some effect on the fourth quarter because that's what NBA games come down to anyway, the last five minutes um, of each game. All right, I'm going to get into my picks, but before I do that, I want to talk about the Premier League real fast. The Premier League is, is going to play a four-day uh, four stretch of two, where all the teams are going to play at least two games. That is brutal. I don't care what sport that is. I don't care if it's basketball. That's a brutal schedule, uh, especially in a 90-minute 90, 90 game, like uh, the world's game of football. And the Premier League is one of the toughest leagues in the world, um, without a doubt. And these teams are going to play two games in four days. Some of these teams two games in three days. My Manchester City side is going to play two games in three days. They're going to play um, at Wolves, Wolverhampton, uh, on Friday, and then they're going to turn around on Sunday and play a game against Sheffield United. This is it. This is that part. This is a part of scheduling um, for the Premier League where your depth will be tested. Your 25 man <laughs> roster will be tested because I don't think you could come out there with the same same starting eleven both games so your starting 11 has to has to be vastly different so this is going to be a extreme test to these teams depth and man city in my opinion is a little deep their their depth is more uh have they have more quality depth than the team they're chasing at the top of the table liverpool louisville definitely starting 11 is outstanding they have an outstanding start in eleven, but we're gonna find out how good their depth is. And plus they have played it. They're they're already a game behind. So they got um uh City has played eighteen games, uh Liverpool's played seventeen. Liverpool is up right now by ten points in the Premier League. And I think this is the opportunity for uh my side that I root for Man City to make a move towards the top of the table. Still a, I mean, ten points is massive. That's a lot of points to try to make up, especially with the way Liverpool has been playing in the Premier League this season. But if there ever was a opportunity to try to get that number down a little bit, uh, this is it to, to to make a dent in those points. Because, like I said, I don't care who you are. I mean, I don't care what team it is. I mean, two games in four days is is that's serious. That is a that's a brutal that's brutal scheduling by the Premier League, but hey, they got it. they play on Boxing Day. Um, that's the equivalent. I mean, they, they they play their game, they play their soccer matches on Boxing Day, just like how NBA games are played on Christmas Day and NFL games are played on Thanksgiving. Um, on Boxing Day, they play um, Premier League matches. So, and then on top of that, they got the games that's coming up this weekend. So that's, I, I mean, I have my I, I have my things that I can say about it that I don't like it, but hey, that's just the way the scheduling is, and This will definitely test the 25-man roster uh, of all the teams in the Premier League, not just Liverpool, not just Man City, but uh, Arsenal, Tottenham, uh, Man United, Leicester City, all of those teams, Everton, all of them. Tough tough scheduling. I I mean, that's all I can say about that. It is not going to be easy at all. Let me get into what I uh, want to do. I'm gonna uh, go ahead and pick these college football games. This is the matchup of the four conference champions from the Power Five conferences. Um, they call it the College Football Playoff. I've already gave my. I've already said what I had to say about the playoff and what I think about it. But anyway, this is the system that we have. So I'm gonna go ahead and pick these two games. The first matchup will happen will happen in Atlanta between LSU and the Oklahoma Sooners. You know, when I was a kid, um, I, if you listen to the show, I told you I grew, I grew up in a church. And during that time of my uh, my forced participation as a child and uh, as a teenager, <laughs> I uh, they used to sing this song in church. It was called Sooner Will Be Done. Sooner will be done with the trouble of this world. That song was so depressing, even when I was a kid. Um, that's the way I feel about this matchup. The Sooners will be done. They're going to be out of there. It, the Sooners play zero defense, and the LSU Tigers had a number one offense in college football. And the Sooners have suspensions that they're dealing with also in this game. I think Jalen Hurts is a better runner than he is a passer. I think if that if that works out for him and they be able, they're able to hold the ball for a little bit because the LSU's defense is no juggernaut, I think they'll be able to uh, keep this score tight. But if they cannot get a running game established in this game and they're not on the field for they're not keeping their defense off the field, LSU will easily hang half 100 on Oklahoma. This game is played in SEC country in Atlanta. LSU should win this game hands down very easily um, and move on to play for the college football national title. The next game will be in Glendale, Arizona between the Ohio State Buckeyes and the Clemson Tigers. Ohio State's last two games have been uh, a lot more competitive than the other games on their schedule. They started out at Michigan. Um, Michigan was able to take that first drive and go down the field. And then after that, Ohio State just absolutely just kicked their butt. Simple as that. And then they had to make a comeback win to go ahead and beat a Wisconsin team that they dominated by 31 points. Um, earlier in the season Clemson has been trying to use this narrative that they are playing for respect that they're the defending national champion they've gotten no love um, compared to the other two undefeated conference champions they might be on to something with that because after that North, of, after that North Carolina game Everybody said, "Well, this ain't, this isn't the same Clemson team, and it's not. It's not the same Clemson team. But they've absolutely taken every team on their schedule behind the woodshed since that doggone uh, North Carolina game. I'm not saying they're getting ready to take Ohio State behind the woodshed, but I think that massive chip and that or that mass massive boulder that they have on their shoulder that they're that they're, um in regards to that, they're not getting any respect from the national. Uh, sports fan or the national media is what's going to propel them in this game. I expect both of these teams to travel well to Glendale, Arizona. to enjoy that vacation uh, time out there in the hot desert. I think Clemson comes through and win. Uh, they beat Ohio State again. I don't think it'll be like the last time they played this team in the college football semifinal But I think they will go ahead and get this W. So I'm going to go with Clemson to win. And plus, I think Justin Fields is not 100%. I don't think he's truly healthy. Um, It's going to be very critical, uh, his health in this ball game. Uh, Ohio State is a very good defensive team. And yes, they should make life difficult for Trevor Lawrence. But Travis Etienne, those two wide receivers that they have, their defense is just good enough. I think their defense is going to do enough to be able to hang on. And I'm going to push Clemson on to the national title game. So I got LSU versus Clemson, the battle of the Tigers for the college football playoff national title. All right, let me move on to the end. The F and the L week seventeen, final week of the regular season for the National Football League. I'm gonna run through this real fast, as I only got five minutes to go before it is time for me to get off and get out. But anyway, quickly, the NFC East title comes down to Dallas, um, Washington going to Dallas and Philadelphia hosts are uh, going to the New York Giants. Listen, Dallas should win this game easily over Washington. Washington has doesn't have anything. I mean, they they they've been playing much better, but Dallas has the more has more talent, and they should win this game. Uh-uh. They should win this game. I'm not going into analysis in that. All right. Anyway, Philadelphia at the New York Giants. Philadelphia last time they were on the road, they were at the Miami Dolphins. They lost. That should not be the same case. They're gonna be. That should not happen again. They should be able to handle Daniel Jones, uh, Saquon Barkley and company, and be able to get this win and go ahead and then capture the NFC East. And plus, I need them to do it. I need to go ahead and win that bet. That the Dallas Cowboys won't win. That the Dallas Cowboys won't make the playoffs. So I'm going to be rooting heavily for the Philadelphia Eagles to go ahead and capture the NFC East and win in New York. All right. Two other games that have implications about the uh, playoffs for the NFL. We got Pittsburgh at Baltimore. It's going to be interesting to see if Baltimore plays um, their starters in this game. They've already clinched home field advantage all the way through the AFC playoffs. Pittsburgh is playing for something. But Pittsburgh... I think Baltimore could beat Pittsburgh with RG3 at quarterback because Pittsburgh has nothing at quarterback, zero. And they're not healthy uh, at the running back position. Uh, Pittsburgh, Mike Tomlin's done an outstanding job with the group of players that he has this year. So uh, to even be in conversation for a possible playoff berth this season. But this game is at Baltimore I just don't trust any of the quarterbacks that Pittsburgh have, whether it be Doug Hodges or Mason Rudolph, to be totally honest with you. So I think that Baltimore still wins this game, even if Lamar Jackson doesn't play. And with Mark Ingram being out, I still think that Baltimore is the better team, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And they should be able to handle whatever quarterback Pittsburgh puts out there. All right, the next game I want to talk about is Tennessee is going to be at Houston. The last time these two teams played was a couple of weeks ago. Houston was able to squeak out a win at Tennessee. This time this game is at Houston. Um, the Houston Texans have already clinched the ASC South. And right about now, the only thing they could possibly be hoping for uh, is just better seating. That's really it. Um, I don't think they can overtake Kansas City because I think they lost to Kansas City at, at already this year. So they they'll probably still be the fourth best conference. I mean, fourth best division winner in the American Football Conference. So this is just really Tennessee who has an edge and uh right now for the sixth spot in the AFC, they need this win or a Pittsburgh loss and they will get into the playoffs. I don't think Tennessee is going to be able to go on the road and beat Houston. To be totally honest with you, Ryan Tannehill has been serviceable these last two weeks. He had not had that stellar play that he had for his first six starts that he had over the last two games. I don't think he can propel the Tennessee Titans on the road against the Houston Texans. In all honestly but in all honesty but I truly don't believe in Houston's defense either there's a report that JJ Watt may be making is making an attempt to come back uh, in the playoffs so they could use him for this game or maybe not but we'll we, we will see how this will work out I'm gonna say Houston go heads and wins at home and I, that still a not Tennessee out of the playoffs because if Pittsburgh does what I picked and lose Tennessee will still go to the playoffs um so that's my pick for that. All right, the last game, the biggest game of the weekend. This game has serious uh seeding implications and implications in the uh National Football Conference between the San Francisco 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks. This game is in Seattle. Last time these two teams played, it was on a Monday Night Seattle won in overtime. Last play, field goal. They won that game. Seattle is beat up. They lost Two running backs. They signed Marshawn Marshawn Lynch onto the roster uh, earlier this week. He will not be a factor in this game except maybe if they need a. I mean, they down at the goal line. They need a guy to punch it in. And this time, instead of Russell Westbrook throwing us the ill slant slant pattern from the to the slot receiver to actually get the ball to Marshawn Lynch. We hope. Anyway, uh, Seattle is just beat up. San Francisco. Eagles should be hurt on their defensive side of the ball. They have been really just not a very good, strong defensive team over the last couple of weeks. Struggled at New Orleans. Uh, Atlanta was able to get uh, a win against them um, as they couldn't control Julio or stop Julio. And then the Rams last Saturday, they made the Rams look like the Rams of the previous two seasons. Russell Westbrook, I tell you, I mean, I'm sorry, Russell Wilson, this is going to be a game where he's going to have to propel himself to the next level, and he won't win the MVP, but he can give himself some MVP votes if he's able to pull this off because they are beat up at the running back position. This game is going to come all the way, this game is going to come all down to Russell Wilson's play, and can he help his ball club? I think he can. I think Seattle gets the win, so I'm going to go with the home side and pick the Seattle Seahawks to beat the san francisco 49ers and that is my time and it is time for me to say goodbye have a good one my friends be safe this weekend enjoy yourselves listen i close this podcast the same way every single time say a prayer for somebody because prayer changes things i'll holler don't forget join me sunday six six p.m if you want to be a guest remember the number to call is right there in the description and also just email me at willwalkershow at yahoo.com. Be easy. I haul at you.